Hello everyone, I'm Denise Boggs, and I want to welcome you as we journey together through Healing the Heart. This is a continuation of when I spoke on preparing your heart for the end times, the last days. We're there, okay? We're there. Whether it's being taught in your church or not, you can look at everything around us and realize we're in perilous times, okay? And I'm not teaching this to bring fear. I'm teaching this to help you ride it through it, okay, without giving into it. Don't give in. Don't give in to the fear. Yes, perilous times are here. You can watch the news. You can, can see it all around us, but you don't give in to the fear, because fear is being offered to everyone. The pandemic, fear, it, was, it brought fear. Everybody's fearful. They're fearful of going to the mall. They're fearful of going to Walmart, going to visit a friend. Fearful, fear, fear everywhere. Everybody was given to fear. And so, which is part of the last days, okay? And I want to read you this verse. It's Luke 21, 26. It says, men's hearts failing them as they're looking at everything going on. This is part of the last day's attack of the enemy, okay, is the fear. So don't give in to it. This is interesting, too. In Luke 21, 34, it talks about that we can become literally overwhelmed and depressed by fear overwhelmed. We, you can understand that. Overwhelmed. But when you're overwhelmed, you know what it makes you feel like? It makes you feel like you have no, there's no way out of this. Then you get depressed. You spiral down into a state of depression. Well, of course, that's the plan of the enemy. He wants to sit you down and shut you up. Okay? So you can't give in to fear. I want to say to you, you need to know who you are and then you will know what God's called you to do in these last days, and you won't give in to the fear. You won't give in to the plan of the enemy. You won't give in to that attack. You will be steadfast, unshakable, unmovable, abounding in the work of the Lord, not giving in to fear. Fear. Not giving in to the fear of man. Not giving in to the fear of what people think. Not giving in to the fear of even the economic situation. No, that won't even be your focus at all. Do you know that when you, it's so interesting because in Proverbs, Proverbs 29, 25, it says that the fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. Now, isn't that the answer to fear? You're safe. Just trust in the Lord. Do what he's called you to do. Trust him. And avoid fear, and you'll be safe. Doesn't that answer the whole thing? Safe. You're safe in hidden Christ. Colossians 3, 3. You're hidden from the powers of darkness. But do you know what? If you give in to fear, you're in his territory. You're in his territory. Who wants to... I mean, okay. Who would let their child play on the street or in the interstate? Okay. Who would let them? I wouldn't. You wouldn't. Right? But if we go into fear, we're in the interstate. It's like we are right there in the most dangerous place where the enemy can traffic back and forth and back and forth and hit you and knock you and destroy you. So don't go to the road. Stay out of fear. Stay in faith. 
stay seated in heavenly places high above the principalities and powers of darkness. How do you stay seated? By knowing who you are. That You know your seat. I'm going to be teaching on staying seated in your seat according to who God says you are, okay? Because just like at the dinner table, everybody has a seat at the table and everybody knows each other's seat. But that's how it should be in the kingdom. We know who we are. We know our seat. We take our seat and we don't waver. You don't go into, listen, you don't go into this confusion. You don't go into it. You don't get overwhelmed and then depressed. Luke 21, look at that. Luke 21 and verse 34 says, overwhelmed, overwhelmed. Being overwhelmed is a plan of the enemy. Okay, so you may be overwhelmed right now. Take a step out of that place with the enemy, okay? Do you know that if you resist the enemy, he has to flee? So are you, you have to resist it. Like, I'm not going to be overwhelmed. I'm going to be seated. You could even do something that's very natural. Have a seat in your home where you spend time with God. And when you get overwhelmed, just go take that seat. Sit in that seat. Have your word right there. Get in the word. And I promise you, by resisting being overwhelmed, you're resisting the enemy. And he has to flee. But if you give in to being overwhelmed, you're playing in the street. You're playing on the high. You're, you're, you're right there where he can just keep you going and going and going in that place of being overwhelmed. So I want you to know this is an attack of the enemy for the days we're in. Men's hearts failing them, failing them because they get overwhelmed. So don't let your heart be troubled. Don't be troubled. Be anxious for nothing. You know, we're given all of these instructions, but I want you to start seeing them really as our end-time posture. Be anxious for nothing. I know there's a lot going on. It's going on all around. Fear on every side. But you can't give in to it. Don't give in to it. Stay seated. Find your seat. Stay seated in heavenly places according to who you are and the authority God's giving you. Do you know what? Jesus, Jesus just stepped out when the, the, the raging water and said, peace be still. Peace be still. He knew who he was. And guess what? The storm ceased. And so he wasn't afraid of the, the waves. He wasn't afraid when Peter's walking on the water and the waves are splashing around for a brief minute or two. He forgot who he was. Okay. When you forget who you are, you start sinking. Don't forget who you are. I'm a Peter. I'm this rock. <laughs> That's what God said. I'm this rock. I'll be my church. You've got to know who you are so that you don't waver. And so you, you speak to the storm, say, no, be still. Be still. I want to tell you what happened one time to me. I was in a plane, and it was just, I mean, it was rocking. There's a plane, turbulence everywhere. And I looked, and the Lord said, do you know who you are? And I said, yes, Lord, I know who I am. Then speak to, these, to, to the turbulence. Speak to it. Speak to the winds. Speak to it. And you know what? I did. I did. I was sitting in a, in a, in a window seat, and I looked out my window, and I just began speaking according to what God said to do. And it calmed down. It was a smooth flight the rest of the flight. 
But you got to know who you are or you'll give in to fear. You'll give in to the turbulence. You'll give in. Don't give in to it. Yes, it's all around us. And, you know, I have wanted you to see this in Luke 21, 26. In the, the Living Translation, it says this, that um, there will be turbulence and the courage of many will fail and falter. And they will, it will, they'll falter because the roaring of the tossing sea. Everything is just being turned upside down. Just, and you know what? Think about a sea, the tossing, the waves, doesn't stop, okay? It just keeps, you know, it just keeps coming. It keeps coming. But you know what? You don't have to stay in that place. Remove yourself. Go back to the secret place, the quiet place, the restful place. He that dwells in the secret of the Most High, the secret place of the Most High, shall dwell under the shadow of the Almighty. So you've got to have your secret place high above, and then you stay there. And when the turbulence is happening, you remove yourself. You resist it. You don't go into it. You don't give into it. All right, another thing about the, the fear is the fear. The fear of man brings a snare. The fear of poverty is a snare. Okay, the fear of lack. Do you know that the fear of there not being enough time, enough money, the fears that we have can actually be an unhealed wounding in the heart that if you grew up and mama's always saying, we don't have enough money. You can't have that. We don't have enough money. Your daddy's out of a job. We don't have enough money. So the fear of poverty can take you back to childhood where you just shut down and go in your room and hide in a closet and just shut down. So see, if you've got the fear of poverty, it will shut you down. So what if you're a prophet of the Lord and God's called you to speak forth truth in this time, but you give in to the fear of poverty? You need to get healed from when it happened as a child because when I was a child, I felt like a child. We're out of money. There's no money. So that fear can be connected to the previous season of your life. The previous season, childhood season, when you could not do anything about it. You really couldn't. You only had your room and you could go to your room and go to the closet or, you know, crawl under your bed if you're fearful. But now as an adult, now... I'm not as a child. I don't have to stay in that mindset of poverty. Okay? 1 Corinthians 13, 11 says, When I'm a child, I think like a child. But when I become a man, when I become a woman, I have to put that away. So if you're realizing now the fear of the economy, where the economy is, is creating a fear in you, then... Then, I want you to look at your life as a child. Was there a fear back then of poverty, a fear there's not going to be enough? Was there a fear? If there was, then you've got to take your seat and say, I am now an adult. I'm seated above that. I am not a child anymore. And so I renounce all the fear that I believed and that I received as a child. I renounce that in Jesus' name. 
That's not who I am now. So there is a time that you have to heal from the pain you grew up in. I know what it's like to grow up in poverty. I did. But I had to heal from it so that now I'm not in fear when I see the economic situation. I'm not in fear. I trust in the Lord and I'm safe. I can trust the Lord. He will keep me safe. So I want you to deal with all of the fear, fear of poverty, fear of being alone, fear of being judged, fear of being criticized. All of these fears can have their root in something you never dealt with from childhood. When you got mocked or criticized, that can be a fear that's still lingering in your soul. So work through these things. I want you to go to our website and look at Healing the pain of unmet emotional needs, okay? Because if you were not daily encouraged, daily affirmed, daily poured into by your parents of who you are and how proud they are of you and affirming you, then the mocking at school could have planted fears in your heart, fears in your heart. And that fear has been hidden away for so long because you never talked about it. But now in these perilous times and the economic thing that's happening, all of a sudden the fear is being triggered and it's coming up. So deal with that fear. Recognize it. Come out of agreement with it. Come out of agreement. Renounce it. And then you can release it and you can be steadfast, unshakable, unmovable, abounding in what God's called you to do here on planet Earth. So I hope that's helped you in dealing with fear. God's not given us a spirit of fear. He didn't give it to you. So why do you hold on to it? It's not a gift. God's not giving you a spirit of fear. He's given you power to overcome fear. That's what I'm teaching you. Power. Love. His love. That means he's going to take care of you. And a sound mind so you can think straight. You can think straight. You can think with confidence. You can think with trust, knowing that in these perilous times, God will take care of you if you trust Him and don't give in to fear. God's not giving you a spirit of fear, so don't embrace it. Don't stay in it. Renounce it. Come out of agreement with it. And take your seat according to who you are, not according to who you were as a child. Because when you were a child, maybe you didn't feel important because you didn't get affirmed. But now you are important. You're significant because you're in this time in history. Everyone in this generation, in this time in history, is very significant. And I'm going to do a whole teaching on how to know who you are. You know, as a Jeremiah God said to Jeremiah, now, don't you fear their faces. If you do, don't you fear them. If you do, I'll confound you. In other words, you know, you'll stutter with your words, you know, all that stuff. So even to be who God's called you to be, you can't be fearful. If you're a Jeremiah and God's given you truth to declare, then resist all fear. Deal with it. Don't give in to it. God bless you.